Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to a video I've been planning for a very, very long time. My philosophy, what I want to achieve and why. I'm so, so excited to share this with you. I've been working on it for a long time, hence the, the long break, you know. KSI came back from a long break with a bandana. Dave came back from a long break with an album. I come back with a hairband. There you go. So this video, by the way, one glove on, one glove off. That's because I'm using this hand to change the laptop keys. So this video is very much a general overview. So the philosophy, the fundamentals behind what I want to achieve. Now in the next couple of videos, in the next six videos, I'm going to go into a lot of detail about the specific topics of what I want to achieve. So financially, on YouTube, fitness, piano, tennis, my lifestyle. That kind of stuff goes into a lot more detail in a specific topic. Topic? Topic? This video is very much generally how, how am I going to do that in all of the areas and the stuff underpinning that. So, the overarching goal of what I want to achieve, let's get right into it. So, I want to be a living embodiment of hitherto unexplored combinations. That is a mouthful. So, I'll break that down into two sections really because there's, there's two sections to that. So there's the living embodiment and then there's the hitherto, <laughs> the, 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 the one glove on, one glove off, it's really weird. So living embodiment and hitherto unexplored combinations. So hitherto unexplored combinations, we're gonna get into in, in a lot more detail. It's just basically stuff that's already out there, but not been added together. And then the living embodiment, which I'll go into now is walking the walk. So you can talk about stuff all day, talk is cheap. If, pe if you want to actually grab people's attention, really if you get people to listen to you and get behind you, it's about doing it yourself and being the example and being the, the model for it. So for my own philosophy, if I don't embody it myself, I mean, why, why would anyone listen to me? So that's the first step, being a living embodiment and then let's get into the hitherto unexplored combinations. So the foundational unexplored combination for me is this mix of an internal locus of control and hyper-awareness, which I like to condense down to Isla. So, internal locus control and hyper-awareness. Let's get into what internal control, what internal locus control means. So, what is internal locus control? It's the belief that everything that happens in your life is because of you, as opposed to external locus control, which is find every external thing to find the reasons why you didn't succeed or you didn't do this apart from looking within. So, you can, you can see on the slide. Internal success, in, internal control equals external success. So, the people with internal locus of control, of course it's a continuum, so some people have more than others, but I'm talking on the extreme end of internal locus control. They get external success, so money, status, and then if they want to spend that money and status on, you know, fame, cars, all, all this kind of stuff. So, external success. A good example, Alan Sugar. So he grew up with absolutely nothing in a council estate in Hackney. Had all the reasons in the world to, to do nothing with his life. I'm sure all the people around him weren't doing anything. So instead of making all the excuses that were readily abundant and available, he said, no, I'm, I'm gonna make something of my life. Took it into his own hands and built an empire. It's an incredible story. So he built a life himself where he had external success because of internal control. Not just because of that, but it's, I'd say it's the big foundational reason behind it. And then we've got the other side of Isla. So we've had internalized control, hyper-awareness. And I'm really, really, really happy with this uh, philosophy. I think it, it explained a lot for me 
and I'll get into talk, to talking about Joe, who I'm working with this on. It explained a lot for him as well. It's improved our lives to no end, and I'm so passionate about this. I really want to share this with people because I think this is going to do big, big, big things in the world, and I'm so excited to do that and document the process, which is what this YouTube channel is all about. I'll get into that in YouTube video. Back on topic. So, what is hyper-awareness? Essentially, it's being aware. Who would have guessed it? So, oh, there we go. So, hyper-awareness is this state of seeing things for what they are, essentially. Cutting through, so, but essentially, sifting between what you've been taught and what the reality is because often they can get mixed up so logically deciding yeah if they if if what you see matches the world around you what you've been taught and hyper awareness for me breeds internal success so we had internal control breeds external success hyper awareness breeds internal success because for example you can be hyper aware of the reasons why people are unhappy and the reasons why the, the stimuli, stimulus, stimuli, whatever, by which I, don't, I still don't know which one it is. Anyway, so you can be very aware of what causes the unhappiness in your brain, what stimuli create that that chain which causes unhappiness, and then you can work on breaking it, which is internal control. But in, unless you're aware of it, it's going to be very, very, very tricky to do anything about it. So hyper, aware, just a state of awareness where you can see stuff, you can then start to work on solutions, you can, but awareness is really, really important. And I think awareness is the key to the internal success. Okay, so video has been filmed and this is the example of awareness. So I actually have just had an idea. I think we put this in mid video in the awareness thing. This is explaining what awareness is, not this, not the rubbish I'm about to say. Ooh, that's a very good idea. I like that. So, we've, uh, well, we've, I filmed the video. We then reacted to the video. And in this reaction, Joe, what, what's going on? The reaction was for projection from both of us. So, James was Let me. Let me. laughing goofily to all of his jokes from before. And Martin I was jokes. just, as I said, and I was sitting here quietly, not saying much at all, and just sort of laughing along the way as well. So it didn't provide much value at all. And looking back on that video, reacting to the cringe in the first video, it was just even more cringy. And the whole point of this video was supposed to be to point out the cringe of this video. <laughs> And ends up being more cringy than the original one. There's even more awareness in that one. <laughs> so, yeah, like, there's, I just break out into random laughter and go into awareness. So, I've found these four things in the video, and some of them are, you've already seen, some of them are coming. If you can notice them, well, I'm just about to point them out. So, I, in early on, you may have seen a few cuts. That's, I edited a few small things out about four times. I think it may be, it's around four. So that's where I said something I didn't like, maybe started, made a mistake, at least four times. I don't want to be honest with that because I don't want to say I did everything for the first statement I didn't. So it's just sort of 10 seconds where 
no value is added to the video at all, and it just goes off the track. Yeah. Not even in a good way or no. entertaining. It just it just can do goes. I love a tangent. So but not we could have left it in there. Yeah. To show that these mistakes, mm -hmm. I think a better way. We're not denying the mistakes. We're addressing them now. We're saying yes. they're there. We're not hiding that. Yeah. But we're, they're not in there because they're just pointless. Yeah. So this is much more valuable than just leaving them in. Yeah, because we're aware of the fact that it's so important, especially online, to share the mistakes, not project this perfection, because it's also self-centered for us. It's not just I don't want it to be damaging for the viewers. I don't want that, but it's also important for us that it's, it doesn't benefit us either, projecting perfection, because no one can relate to perfection, which is a, a really key concept, which mm. is going to be why this YouTube channel is very successful. Heard it here first. Mm. So then there's like another bit, so another example of the editing. There's the moment of preaching. So it, I almost went into 18 at 18 mode, I call it. So if you look early on my channel, there's this awful video for about 20 minutes and I'm like this 18 year old nerd and I'm just talking just I'm talking like I know it or 18 years old it's not even like I'm I'm halfway through 18 years old it's my 18th birthday so I'm basically 17 <laughs> and I'm talking as if I, I know everything about the world and it just comes across really like childish and stupid so I almost went back into that mode which is not who I am now mm -hmm. and I went back into that yeah for, for, for when I was suddenly on camera. And it's cool that you become aware of that because then you can then go, no, let's actually be mm. who I am now, not not who I was. Yes. You, they, you changed that video title now to randomly preaching for 18 minutes, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, that shows that the awareness that yeah. looking back on it, it's not what you want to yeah. project. So why would you do that same kind of thing in your videos in the future? Yeah it's not, it doesn't get a message across effectively. Yeah, and then <laughs> slightly forced jokes. I'm sure, actually, not sure, there's, there's lots of stuff, and that's an example of awareness of language, which is one of the most important things. So, slightly forced jokes. There are so many in the first couple of minutes. It's that nervousness of, I've been planning this video for a while, as I said, and I... I wanted to really make the best of it and you can see it it's it because when you're watching that did you think that was me that's a really leading question <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're watching it with you yeah we're watching this this rubbish video yeah it's, it's a completely different dynamic yeah to, the jokes that you make are so different yeah it's much more natural there's not a slight awkwardness yeah like there was in the video yeah you're just trying too hard to make them. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that it's tiny bit mm. trying too hard, and it because it suddenly becomes like oh, it's, it's just... like you repeat jokes that you yeah. made when you were in that natural state. Yeah, yeah. And then they just don't come across. Yes. Effectively. And then so there are loads of these. I think we we could create. I don't think I know. I don't know. <laughs> this is where language is so <laughs> so. There was another thing that in this video, we are just assuming that everyone understands so it's it's with the youtube it's a case of building the understanding because of, of what we're actually saying and the awareness because we we've stepped into in this video it's like there was no context behind what you're saying there's so much so in this video about the examples of language for example yeah the awareness in that we we just assume that everyone else knows what we're talking yeah. about because it's so ingrained into every interaction we have yeah and we always bring it up yeah we believe it's very important yeah but just doing it 
without explanation behind yeah. it to someone who's new to that concept. Yeah. They're not going to understand and be in the. Yeah. So then we've got. Uh, oh, there you go. That's assumption. That's so. <laughs> so. <laughs> a little bit. So <laughs> then we've got. They don't know how much you know. They don't care. Let's focus this camera. They don't care how much you know until. <laughs> they don't know how much you know until you know how much they care. <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> they should say they. <laughs> they don't care how much they know. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> you just made it more wrong. <laughs> We, <laughs> they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Okay, got there in the end. They, until, well, we're going to delete this in a second anyway, so I'm not changing it. <laughs> yeah, so I picked this up from Lewis House in a podcast. And essentially, where are we? Have I, have I done this yet? Okay, you'll see this. See if you can pick up where I do this. That's a nice little test for you. So, at some point in this video... I go into Lewis Howes, don't know much, they care, no, no mode, and <laughs> essentially do that. And it's, it's this really visible change, and it's so like, it's like that, okay, yeah. care mode. And that shows that you're not in, you're still projecting, which we, we call it projecting when it's almost that lack of awareness and you're, you're forcing stuff. So I think that we use the word for projection, actually, there's masks, like there's lots of different words for and it. And the ideas that you've learned about and implemented yeah. when you're not projecting. Yeah. When, you, they, when you're in a projection and you want to implement them, it doesn't come yeah. across well at all. Yeah, yeah. So here are just a couple of examples of awareness of the piece of content that we've I produced, we produced here. There's so much tied to it, which is... Which, it, in a way, so this is the thing, like, in a way, it's undesirable because, well, I don't want to push forward the the awkward, cringy, pathetic version of myself, but at the same time, I really do because this shows that there's still so much to go with awareness that it, I'm really glad that in the video I was, like, forcing through, like, I was forcing through rubbish jokes and being really forced and, and projecting the whole time. It got less and less as the video went on, I think. I agree. Yeah. You became more into your flow. And into yeah. And I think now, yeah, it's a lot to do with the camera. Mm. Yeah. But as you say, it's such a good thing that you don't start as this finished product mm -hmm. because there'd be no journey, which is the whole idea of the YouTube. And there's no finished product with the way, like. Of course. In 10 years time, I'm, it's going to be cool to look back on this. Looking back on that, we'll be like, oh, do I have to? You don't have to. I really don't want to. So there's another example of language. So awareness. The instinct there would have been to not explain, just to yeah. move on. But why would a YouTube audience understand what we're talking about? So it's, it's that thing with language. So the awareness of the language you use is so, I think, so important for, we talk about in this video, external success. And internal success, actually, both of them language and the language you use, because you're using language <laughs> from the moment you wake up, not literally, to the moment you go to bed. You're interacting with people. You're even in your own head. You're 
mm-hmm. saying, oh, I have to do this, I have yeah, to do that. Do this, yeah. And it's huge for internal success and and how... Responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So there are just a few examples. We'll, I, I'm going to put this in, well, you are. <laughs> We're going to put this in <laughs> about midway through the video. It's just, because this shakes the play into what awareness is. Internalist control is very easy to understand. Yeah, this does it better than a PowerPoint. Explaining awareness, because even this, 10 minutes, we could discuss this video, this video, dig into... We could make a video in a minute discussing this video. (laughs) Yes. And this thing with awareness, you constantly build on it, you discover more things. And we've noticed with our relationship that the more we discover about each other and the more we discover about the world, it, it builds the incredible connection. And with the people around us as well, it's it, awareness is extraordinary, and this is the it's this is this video is eleven minutes long, eleven minutes, and it would be so tempting in YouTube mode to go, okay, so because of audience retention, yeah, people aren't going to watch this for eleven minutes, so let's just chop this down to thirty seconds for TikTok, because with awareness, the key is to go layer, layer, layer. Mm. That distilling that down into 30 seconds, you lose the essence of what it really is. So we were, we were coming to the end. I'm very, very happy for my, for my sleep sake, my, <laughs> that, that video film. So going back into this video now, we've shown what awareness is, what hyper-awareness is. So it's being aware, it's being aware that you're not aware. It's such a key point. Because in this, in this, we're, we're not aware. And as we said, you said you were aware that you weren't talking a lot. Yeah, it's also about the action and the awareness. And what's that called? Which leads into the internal locus of control. That's how it comes together. And the combination. So this, I'm so happy with this, because this is an explanation of what I is all about. Awareness of... Awareness of so we could cut it, we could awareness of things, impulses, instincts, beliefs, as as we we as you'll be able to see on the PowerPoint, and then acting on them with internalized control, and the the results are extraordinary. Okay, back to the video. Good example of this, Viktor Frankl. So his story is incredible. I actually can't say I know loads about it. I like I haven't read his book, Man's Search for Meaning. But I'm fairly familiar with it, so I may have got some of this stuff wrong. But I believe he was in a concentration camp. He, his brain told him to give up because you've been taught if you're in a really difficult situation. Most, like in the UK especially, I mean, you just, it, yeah. But his brain was probably not like, oh, this is wonderful. But he found peace and he found that the, the internal success despite the crazy awful circumstance he found himself in in Nazi Germany he he found the internal success despite that so that is hyper awareness because he was aware of the world around him he became at peace with the world around him as a result of the awareness and it's an extraordinary story then we've got internal locus control without hyper awareness so let's play this clip of Tyson Fury I'd wake up and I think, why did I wake up this morning? This is coming from a man who had everything, money, fame, glory, titles, a wife, a family, kids, everything. 
But I felt as if I had nothing. I felt there was an empty, gaping hole that was just filled with gloom and doom. And it just was one bad thing happened to me after another. So, Tyson Fury won the World Heavyweight title against Klitschko in 2015, apparently, according to, to this slide. <laughs> so that's external success. I mean, after that, he's going to have low, all too much money, like as much money as he could possibly need, or might possibly want. Need is not a very good word, awareness. As much money as he could possibly want. He'd have all the status, fame if he wanted it, like any, anything. External success-wise, he'd have everything. However, after he won, and he tells an amazing story in his in podcasts and audiobooks about this. Emptiness, depression, drug addiction, extreme weight gain, all of these awful things. Hang on, that doesn't add up. You've been told that if you had have money and status, then all your problems will be fixed. Well, that doesn't doesn't work because for Tyson Fury, that's external success without internal success. The re the reason he's so the reason he was had all of that stuff is because he had the external stuff, not the internal stuff. And then this is a slightly different example and maybe less obvious. This is the other way around. So internal success without external success. And this is where combinations come in because people often, t it's either one or the other for a lot of people. You can either be the, the millionaire businessman who's really busy and stressed all the time, or you can be the, the Buddhist at the top of a mountain monk who's, who's happy but he doesn't have anything. I don't think it's one or the other. I really don't. And that's what this philosophy is all about. Taking the elements of two things, of, of glove wearing and non-glove wearing. So taking the elements of multiple things, and that was a really bad joke. And taking the elements of multiple things, awareness, and bringing them together, awareness. So this is Sam, the accountant. Well, well it's not, it's a stock picture on Google, but he's aware of the world around him and his own mind. So he's very in tune with his own mind. And he's very, he's very at peace with the world around him. I've already said that. Have I? Okay. So he's very happy. He's very present. He enjoys the world around him for what it is. He's got a very abundant mindset. He, he's good. However, he works a nine to five job. It's repetitive. It's boring. He's probably an accountant, you know, meeting Sally, 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 Sally. Meeting Sally, oh, I've messed up that joke, leave it. So, <laughs> that was a good one as well. Okay, so yeah, he works a job that doesn't particularly, like it's not really fulfilling, it's a simple job, like an accountant. He's meeting Sally, Barry and Carrie at the office every morning. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work, does it? So, it's not his passion and the reason he's there is to pay his bills. So, he has this internal success, but he's happy. But would he rather be happy in an office in like Islington or would he rather be in the Maldives? I mean, I think that that is pretty obvious. So the way you get to the Maldives, like so the internal success is there with, with, with Sam the Man. It's the in external success. So in this situation, the Tyson Fury stuff, the money and therefore the lifestyle flexibility and the freedom, that would allow him to get to the Maldives. So they work together. and. I see so much media of people saying it's one or the other and examples of that. So here we go, the ultimate combination. Internal success, external success. You can see the world and you can create solutions for what you see. 
such a good, such a good combination. Because let's take say the internal success. Okay, you can create solutions, but you don't solutions to what? <laughs> you can't see anything. And then with awareness, you, you can see the world for what it is, but then without internal locus of control, you're not gonna act on it. And you're almost that comes back to this concept of where writers and poets are like tortured tortured souls because they can see all this stuff but they can't do anything about it that's perceived of course and it creates this interesting dynamic so the ultimate combination for me is internal success and external success so we've got sam who's joyful and peaceful he's he's very present and he can go wherever he wants in the world because he has the flexibility of his of his job he has the flexibility of his money and he's able to do this kind of thing then we've got yeah great form present he's got an abundant mindset he's not focused on all the the, the rubbish and he's he's very got a very clear mind got a lot of clarity plus the external success stuff like being able to do amazing things like doing a ted talk having a huge impact in the world being able to see the visceral impact of what you're doing it's extraordinary so this goes back to okay so there the that's isla though that combination and building on isla there are even more combinations so that's the principal foundational combination which everything's built on internal loss control and awareness it's essentially you see something awareness you can act on it internal loss control it works like a dream and it makes you happy and fulfilled. I'm so happy, so happy every day. Not, and I don't have breakdowns, like I, because there's people that pretend to be happy and then have breakdowns because they're not actually happy and they're like building stuff up. No, every day I wake up happy, internal success. And I'm building that external because as a result of the internal, that's the thing, they work so well together. So. Then we're going to go into some more specific examples based on that. So, with the combinations, which is the philosophy, we can combine masculine virtues, so like resilience and... <laughs> is that the only one? <laughs> so we've got resilience, hard work, resolve, discipline. Wim Hof's a great example. Extraordinary guy. Look at that beard. I mean, look at that beard. What a majestic man. And then... You can combine that with full expression, like me playing the piano. I love that. That's a bit vain, actually. I'm doing full expression. I mean, not quite, but we'll get into that why that is in future videos. So, I think, again, these, these combine so well because with full expression, you're then not running from anything, you're not, they're not hiding anything, and therefore you can show up to that those masculine challenges in such a better way. On the other end of the spectrum, it, yeah, it just, I love this stuff because they work well together. One feeds the other, the other feeds this one and they both get better together. Internal, external success, not one or the other, it's extraordinary. And then building on that even further, masculine virtue, something I love with, with British culture of the past, it's, it's dying out, which I, I'm bringing it back single-handedly. No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a priority, but it's amazing. This British suave and class. Uh, this, this photo is of Roger Moore, the, uh, one of the James Bonds. 
Look at look at what he's wearing. Look at look at his, just how clean, handsome he looks. I love this sort of British Suave and class look. Just sleek. And then you combine that with full expression because a lot of these like British British people have the stiff upper lip and they can't they can't talk. And the reason that's a problem is because that, that you, it's very 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 tricky to have internal success mixed with a stiff upper lip because you can't fully express yourself. So. And a lot of people say, oh yeah, but if you don't have this stiff upper lip, then you can't pull off the, the suave look. Yes, you can. I think you can. And that's where the combinations come in. That's why I'm so excited. And again, I don't expect anyone to listen to me. I don't expect anyone to listen to me until I can prove it myself. And my first student, in a way. So we'll get into Joe's story in a second. It's incredible. So... Actually, we might get into it right now. Are you about to see a picture of him? Yes, you are. Okay, so another combination. So we've had that one. Using modern technology plus working with evolution rather than against it. The best example, humans are not designed to use social media. I think it's pretty obvious. If we've been evolved to live in tribes, in caves, in, in tribes, in small groups, we're not designed to, to see thousands of opinions thousands of lives, thousands of highlight reels on Instagram. Not designed for that. So therefore it's it's never gonna, your you, your mind is, and your body's never gonna thank you for that because a very simple rule that really works is that if you wanna be, if you wanna live a good life internally, just go with what we're evolved to do. So for example, that thing behind me, a tree. Humans are evolved to be in trees, not in front of laptops. If the more time you spend in trees, the more time you'll be like, oh, this is what it feels like to be human. It's, it's crazy. So, working with evolution, however, I'm gonna change my stance, also using the best that modern technology has to offer. I'm on the internet right now, I'm using a digital camera. I've got a laptop in front of me. I'm on a, even, on a bicycle. Like, bicycle, actually, that's not modern technology whatsoever, but, <laughs> don't, don't, know why, don't know why I use that example. Well, I mean, it depends what you mean by modern. But, let me just put my bike back. Let me. Okay, so. So there's modern technology all around me. However, I'm not plugged into the social media, to the anxiety-inducing, depression-inducing parts of modern technology. Because they're all around us. And it takes serious intentionality to not be dragged into that. Yet yeah, being in trees, being in nature, physical training, humans are designed to be strong, not to be fat and not to be overweight. They're designed to be strong and lean and fit. Humans are designed to connect with each other face to face rather than doing this. Not, not, not wired for that. It doesn't, it doesn't work, therefore, because we're not, we're not wired for it. So combining these two things. And... A key thing with this video, and actually, I may put it at the start. This video is going to change. This philosophy is going to change. A lot. Because if your philosophy is stagnant, then that, it sort of defeats the whole point of it. So, so this philosophy is so fast moving. It's changing day by day, week by week, it's ridiculous, which is incredible, because it means I'm learning more and more and more, and I by no means have even scratched the surface of, of what's, what's to be learned out there, and no one has, because there's just infinite 
knowledge and wisdom out there. So the foundation, the fundamentals of this will, I think will remain very, very, very similar. Maybe definitely refined over time, but very, very similar. And that's what this video is. The, the specifics will change loads as I learn more and more and interact with incredible people and incredible ideas. For now, I think the fundamentals of this video, the, the ideas in this video, although a bit refined over time, I think they will stay very constant. So I'm very excited to share this with you. Then we've got a fine, another combination that I want to share. And I'm so excited. I just love these. I'm so excited for this because I, I want to bring this to life. And when it, when, when it is brought to life, ah, so exciting. So having big ambition while using the principles of simple living. So I see a lot of people promoting simple living, like saying, it's good, simplicity is really important and it breeds a healthy mind. However, they want to, I don't know, live on a farm or they want to just live a really simple life. And that's awesome, that's good for them. Me personally, I still have massive ambition. However, I still see the complete benefits of simple living and minimalism. So therefore, I wanna combine the two. I don't think it's one or the other. So. For example, the principles of simple living minimalism, not owning loads of clothes, having simple outfits and wearing them every day. I wear the same thing every day. I'll go into that in future videos. Lots of future videos to make. I wear the same thing every day. However, I still have massive ambition. So it's not very minute simple living to be doing lots of amazing stuff. I don't, I don't see the simple living, the minimalist in combination with the massive ambition because it's not massive ambition for external success like all the all the negatives that come with it it's just big ambition because i really want to do my bit in the world and really because i think i what i have up here and what i'm developing up here is gonna if expressed correctly is gonna do so much and i'm so excited for that so <laughs> the final slide these two absolute weasels so let's talk about joe so joe's essentially the first ever Isla student. So it's now late November. In early August, I essentially took him into my room and spoke to him about this because I'd, and I'll go into how I sort of came to this, which is a, due to lots of different factors. But I spoke to him and essentially, essentially deconstructed his entire view of the world in about five hours. It took a long time, maybe even more than that maybe even more, and really got him thinking about why do I think what I do and why do I have the limiting beliefs that I do and all this kind of stuff, it was incredible. And over the, then the next couple of months, I've continued to work with him and he's just seen the extraordinary benefits. This is why I'm so excited for this philosophy. We have a person, <laughs> we have a person in, in real life, like an actual living person that's gone through starting to go through this and his life has just done a 180 it's extraordinary he's so happy all every day before he was nervous he was shy he he had like posture issues like lots of stuff and we'll, we'll go into his journey in a future video but he's the first student of Isla and he of course he's still learning I'm still learning we'll, we'll, we'll always still be learning and he's still very much at the early stages so am I but where he is now compared to where he started doing the Isla, <laughs> I love that phrase, Isla, Intelligence Control Awareness, where he started developing the Isla philosophy, cultivating it, 
his life is so much better and I can tell you he doesn't look like this anymore like <laughs> this is what he looked like before and he doesn't look like this after so it's it's really extraordinary what what I'm doing and what me and Joe are doing so Joe's gonna edit the video he's gonna be in lots of videos we have just moved in together and I'll go into where I've been and what I've been doing because there is a lot of stuff to cover. It's a roller coaster of a, of a, of a couple of a, well, how, much, how long? It's quite long now. It's about a year and a half of just madness, which I want to share with you. And I'm going to, so after I've done the, the tennis, the philosophy, the, I've done that one, the piano, the fitness videos, then I'll go into make a couple of videos about where I've been and then we can get cracking. But feels great to have filmed the philosophy video got it done oh it's not recording <laughs> so I'm very happy as always internal success goodbye got it done oh it's not recording <laughs> oh it's not recording <laughs>